What's good everybody, this is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 29 uh, and it's been a minute since I, I did one of these. Um, I've been focusing on doing voice, uh, well, voice notes over WhatsApp. It's been going really, really well. I just thought that um, this is another nice platform just to you know get into the meat of things. Over WhatsApp, I, I usually make it about 10, 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, whereas here I can go on for about 20, uh, which means that I can obviously do, I can get a lot more information out. So um, today I wanted to talk about record labels. Uh, this has been something that I've been um, talking about for a while now. Um, and I've had quite a few artists that have um, been you know, asking questions about record labels, trying to figure out what it is that they should do with regards to signing to a record label. Um, I just want to state, like right from the beginning, that I'm not for the model that record labels use. Um, I've never been for the model that record labels use for artists. Um, in my opinion, and through the research that I've done, I've seen that there's a lot of, um, can I call it, taking it, there's a, artists get taken advantage of quite often. Artists and music producers um, get taken advantage of quite often because uh, they don't understand the model in which uh, um, the business model for record labels. So just to break it down, um, record labels sign artists, right? In whatever, whatever, cap, whatever capacity that they've agreed to, they sign an artist. And now what happens is it's up to the artist to take whatever investment, um, to take whatever investment the record label has given them and turn a profit, right? Well, firstly, make the money back that they have um, gotten through being invested in and turn that into a profit. Now, people see this as a simple way, simple thing of, look, the label wants a certain amount of money from me and it ends there, right? Some people know that record labels are in fact, um, what they'll do is um, they'll give you an advance an advance of a certain amount of money and this advance will allow you to you know live your life do what you need to do um, handle your business and at the same time you know it's a little bit of cash that you um, uh, it's already it's basically it's a it's a loan right that they've given you now um, issue the issue comes in with um, the costs costs to the label remember the label is a business and any business has running costs. If you are an artist, you are part of the cost. If there's uh, uh, photo shoots that need to be done, if there are um, uh, video shoots, studio time, if that is a thing, um, all of those expenses need to be covered, right? And those are handled by the record label, but what, ha what happens is you might find that they will recoup uh, or they will get the funds back through the money that you owe them, right? So say the record label gives you an advance and they say, look, we're gonna give you uh, two million rand, right, as an advance. Now, the money that needs to be paid back is crazy because an artist might make more than two million rand, but remember that the two million rand does not cover the expenses to the label. So if there's printing of CDs, um, if there's activations, if there's any sort of social media push or any sort of marketing that needs to be done and there's money that needs to be paid, 
the artist is the one that pays for it. The record label handles the money, but then they ask for that cash back. So this is why you'll find that art, some artists will perform, 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 but they won't earn that much. They'll earn a very, very small percentage of that performance, if anything at all, because they have, um, uh, because they still have to recoup, they still have to pay the money back to the record label. So looking at the, this system, right, it is, um, it's quite clear, if it, isn't, if it wasn't clear before, it's quite clear the way the business model of a record label uh, uh, works. They find, they get a couple of cash cows and they just pray that one of them, uh, you know, um, comes through for them and gets them all the money that they, that they need. And most labels only really need one or two really, really big people um, to pop off for them. This is independent labels. For your major labels, it's a little bit more complex. Um, you'll find that they'll need quite a few more people for them to feel safe in terms of a business. Now, um, I had another artist then hit me up and ask whether record labels can take, you know, artists should be fine because record labels only take a portion of the royalties, right? Um, but again, this isn't the case. Record labels, depending on the deal that you have with them, you might find that the record label is, is only entitled to royalties, which is rare, or you'll find that that record label is in fact also entitled to um, gig money, which is, it happens often. You'll find with your 360 deals that any sort of money, any sort of income that is there, that has come from, you know, you, the artist, the record label is able to come through and say, look, uh, we are taking a portion of it because we are the label. Because we have been involved and we have invested all this money into you, we are, um, uh, we are entitled to a portion of what it is that you, that you get. So you'll find that um, they'll just take a percentage of everything. And they'll, they'll stipulate it. All the stuff is spoken about in the contracts that, that the artists are given. But gig money is not safe. It's not all for the artist. Um, sometimes you'll find an artist will have to do a couple of unpaid gigs purely because um, of the whole recruitment situation. Um, it's the same with endorsements. Some 360 deals, well most 360 deals, uh, your label will take money from your endorsement. So Sprite comes along and decides they want to give you two mil, the record label will come through, swoop in. And sure, it, this has nothing to do with your music, but it doesn't have to have anything to do with your music, especially with a 360 deal. It has to do with you as an artist. So any money that you make, even if you found that deal yourself, you went and you, you were at an event and someone from, um, uh, someone from Sprite was there and you spoke to them and you sorted out all the relationship-based stuff, the label still comes in and takes a percentage. It might not be as much, but the label still comes in because they are entitled to that percentage. Um, and for me, that's pretty messed up. Um, yeah, so I'd say with regards to a record label, there are a lot of downsides to it. And like I'm, I'm well, well versed in the downsides of being part of a record label. And I understand the power in independence and I understand that being independent, you know, it's got its perks. But remember, a record label also, it, it helps you with, there are places where it, where it can help you. Remember, record labels have, um, obviously they've got the funding, which a lot of artists don't have. They don't have access to that much money to be able to do studio shoots, to do, uh, to get studio time, to get all these videos done. 
do full marketing rollouts, um, you know, get all of these major things done. Over and above that, you'll find that the, the label will have connections. They have a database of people that they can contact and consult with. They can contact them and ask for favors. They can contact them and it's just a situation where um, they are, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're able to reach out. This not is, and it's usually a lot more, um, they've got a lot more pull, they've got a lot more power than an independent artist would have if they're trying to hit up a brand or they're trying to get something done in a particular way. So, um, they, that's one of the things that, that's one of the only reasons I can see why an artist would say, look, I want a record label because they want that exposure. If an artist says, I want a record label because I want them to pay me, that is already, you're already going in with the wrong mentality because you're, um, the record label's not there to pay you. The record label's there to invest in you so that you can make money to pay them back. That's the way the record label works. So for you, if you want cash, it's either like, sure you can go with the record label route, but you can always either go to the bank, which I don't suggest either, but it's an option. Um, or you can um, uh, you find an investor. Uh, talking about investors, it is, it's difficult. I'm not going to lie to you and say, look, you just hit up anybody that has money and they're, they're going to hook you up with cash. It has to be one of those situations where, again, you have to have a product that they believe in. Not that you believe in, that they believe in and they can see the potential. If you can show them where they're gonna make their money back, it makes all the difference, right? Uh, I had an artist who was, uh, he hit me up and he asked me for money. I said, no, he says, I need you to, he said to me, I need you to invest in me. And I said, I don't believe in your work. I, uh, we've, you've recorded my studio a couple of times, but I don't believe that I can see a clear path for you to make money back. And unfortunately, when it comes to investing, you can't expect your, you can't expect an investor to look at your craft and love it the way that you do. That's not their, it's not their job to love your work. If they do, it's great because then they probably invest more money. But it's not the job of the investor to love your work. They just need to know that their investment is safe with you, that you've minimized the risk because you've got a big fan base already um, and you can show them. You have a lot of work out there that's of a high quality that you can show them. And in that way, they look and they say, oh, this is not extremely risky. Well, it is risky. It's always going to be risky, especially in music. But there's less risk because we've, I, I see the potential, right? They believe in your work, therefore they invest more. Uh, I've experienced like I'm experiencing more and more people wanting they're stepping forward and saying look dude how can I invest into your your business or how can I invest into what you're doing and in in turn what they'll ask for is the percentage in the company or something like that and I'll you know I, for the most part I haven't I haven't accepted anybody's um, I haven't accepted anybody's offers but I look at it and I think that you know the amount of value that they're going to offer over and above the money doesn't doesn't warrant me wanting their money, right? If that makes sense. So I don't need their cash. Not because I don't need money. I need money, but I just don't need their cash that much that I'm willing to give them such a, a percentage of my business. It just doesn't make sense, right? So yeah, you can get um, an investor to give you cash. 
uh, if it's not coming from the record label, you can get something, get cash from the bank, you can get cash from family members. This is all money that you're obviously going to need to pay back at some point. And yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. So if it's not for the marketing factor, the promotional factor, um, everything else you can get elsewhere. This is what I always say. If you need publishing, there's publishing companies. These companies are they dedicated to do just that, just publishing it. That's it. Um, there are if it's studio time, everybody. There's a label in every street. Uh, there's a, 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 a there's a recording studio in every street. We all know if you are a, even if you're not a musician, you probably bumped into someone who has a quote unquote studio, whether it's a bedroom studio or a room downstairs that they've uh, or a back room that they've um, uh, that they've uh, uh, built, you know, into a studio. And um, yeah, so that's promotion covered, that's publishing covered. Distribution, that is, like, it's ridiculous now. Um, I don't know how anybody can try and run a distribution company um, or try and say that the distribution can only be done through a record label. Nowadays, if we look at the stats, we all know that physical sales are down. No one's trying to go into a shop to buy a CD these days. It's not happening. Um, Digital sales are also down. Um, people aren't going online to go and buy a song in particular. What has gone up though is streaming. Streaming is going up and it's still on the, still on the climb. So this is now the way everything is looking, streaming, right? Now, if you want to get your stuff onto streaming sites, it's super cheap. It really isn't expensive. You can go to a site like TuneCore, CD Baby, DistroKid, I'm sure there are a couple of others now that you can hit up that are of a decent price that allow you to, with a, at the click of a button, everything gets distributed for you to hundreds of online stores, from Deezer to Spotify to iTunes to Google Play, um, just, they can, it just shifts all over. Um, and. Like there's, there really is no need for you to go and print CDs. I think printing CDs is nice when you have a really big local fan base. So if you are going to be doing a show and your show has maybe 300 people, I'd say print CDs, but understand that you're going to make a loss. Do not sell those CDs because no one's going to buy them. No one's going to, what are they, they going to do with the CD? Literally hand it to them and say, look, this is the situation. Um, here's some new music for me. Or what you can do, and this is something that I've been, I've been toying with uh, the idea of, um, jump on to any of these sites and try and get a custom-made USB done. From there, you'll be able to, uh, you should be able to um, uh, order them in bulk. When they come through, you just take your project and upload it. Uh, sorry, don't upload it. You load it onto the USB. I know some companies will even do that for you. Load it onto the USB, and then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then you distribute it. So you go to the show. Don't sell it. Again, do not sell it because no one's going to buy it. Take the music, hand it over to them, and there, you slowly start to build a, a bit of a fan base. But this is, again, this is more of like an independent push. And Labels are great, um, if that's the kind of thing that you want, but at the end of the day, you can take a much bigger cut of whatever it is that you make if you build it, ind if you build it independently 
and you'll own it. This is the number one thing. I've seen people that they can't recoup the money, so they either try and get out of their contract somehow, they try and pay the label out, uh, they get a, a, massive cash, uh, a massive amount of money and they try and buy themselves out of their contract. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's never really a great situation. And once they're out of it, you know, I've seen a lot of artists that don't necessarily want to make music after that. They go into a bit of a, they take a bit of a sabbatical, they chill for a bit, and then they start making music again. But it is, um, it's important that when you go into a record label, if you get signed, that you understand exactly, you understand exactly what it means. Um, so it would make sense to either get uh, someone who's really good with numbers or getting a lawyer, um, getting a lawyer to assist you with uh, the contract. It's just going to be the easiest way for you to not get screwed over. Um, I know, even with the publishing contract that I was offered, um, I sat and I read through it. I think I read through it two or three times. And even still after that, I thought to myself, my goodness, I still need to go and have a meeting with the music publisher. And I went and I had a meeting. They cleared up whatever it is that I needed uh, to know. And yeah, went along my merry way. So um, I'd say, yeah, just, just make sure that you understand everything that you're doing uh, before you decide to sign to a record label or you decide that that is the path for you. Uh, all of our paths are different and there's many ways to skin a cat. Also many kinds of record deals, um, your EP deals, your 360 deals, uh, you know, your single deals, your collaborative deals. If you can go out and research and see what type of deal might work for you, then that might also put you in a better situation when you get approached by a label with a particular deal that you're able to negotiate your way into the deal that you want. Um, sure, you might not have the leverage, but at least understanding what being in a 360 deal means, at least when you go in there, you won't catch feelings when the record label's taking money when you get a Sprite endorsement. Uh, yeah, so just bear that in mind. Um, if you have any other questions that you want to ask me, you can um, send them through to me uh, via email. Hit me up on business, business at silasbeats.info or what you can do is you can hit me up on WhatsApp. Um, my number is basically everywhere. I've placed it up everywhere. You can go to my, my website www.silasbeats.info my contact details and a link for you to message me on WhatsApp is there as well. Hit me up if you have any questions um, and I will try and uh, answer them as best as I can. Um, yeah, that's 